Free Aunt Viv gave us that same, like, no nonsense. Every single time I think about uh, Janet Hubert and being Aunt Viv, all I think about is when she took that dance class. Mm-hmm. And at the end, she said, huh, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> Or even how she dealt with Will and Carlton in the classroom. Yeah. Like, Aunt Viv just had it. And then when Daphne and Reed came on to be light-skinned Aunt Viv, they made her boring. And it's like they stripped everything away that we loved about Aunt Viv. They stripped it away. And it was just like, literally, she was just like there. She was just a to me. Yeah, she was, she was just a character. She was just like character. It was just like, oh, Aunt Viv. She's just sitting down in the room, just like, oh, I'm pregnant now. And then <laughs> I felt like they really stripped away the character. And she was boring. So for me, that's why I didn't like light skin Aunt Viv because. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to Conversations for the Culture with your host, Micah Butler. And I am here with our For the Culture news correspondent. She's back from Port- Puerto Rico. Go. You feel me? Portia, how you feeling? How was Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico was a vibe. Okay. And I feel like vibe was is almost not even doing it justice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like y'all like seriously, y'all almost lost your girl. I almost didn't what? come home. I <laughs> look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, it's um it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful island. Um it's a lot of fun. The weather, every everyone is so kind and just so nice and so thoughtful. Um, you could just tell the pride that they have um, within their island, and um, it's not like a oh, there's so many tourists here. We don't we don't want that. We don't like seeing these people. No, it was very much like yes, come like. We want you to see what we have to offer. Like we love it here, and you should love it here too. And you know, we just we love we love being in Puerto Rico. It's a beautiful place. So like we want to share it with you. And um, yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, and the men, the men there is something else. But you know, the men was men. The men was men. The men were mining. The men were mining. Um. You didn't come back fine. I, I I really thought she was gonna go down there and get found. You know, I could have. Did I could have. If I, was, if I was I could have if I was living life on the edge. Okay. But I was worried about getting kidnapped. So <laughs> got um, you. Got you. Yeah, we don't want you to be like I I, I didn't want to get kidnapped. Yeah, so no, I feel I, that. I had I had a couple, I had a couple offers. Okay. You know, to, to to you know live life, but I was just like you know I'm. Just, I'm Listen, I saw some of the pictures. I said, "Ooh, my friend down there being a snack." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Okay." I was trying, you know, I was trying, I was trying. Um. Meanwhile, I was here. Home, I was here in Chicago, living this ghetto life. <laughs> In the snow. It's so it was so ghetto while you were here, just snowing and cold. But um 
Lori, I brought a little warmth back with me, a little bit. You did, you did. And Lori opened Bet the City back up, so I'm excited. So now I'm going to brunch on Sunday because Ooh. I've been stuck in the. I mean, I wasn't stuck, but you know, I don't. I don't I'm not vaxxed. It's whatever. Anybody who has a problem, um, complain to your mama, not me. Ooh. But um, <laughs> you know, I'm not vaxxed, so I've been stuck in the house because you know you got to have a vax card to go to the gym. Can I tell you a story about that, anyways? So mm-hmm. I go to LA Fitness. I haven't been to LA Fitness in a month, so I was like, I didn't know how long Lori was going to be playing in my face, right? Not so face. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know how long Lori. And for those of you who don't know, Lori is Lori's life with the Chicago mayor, but we disrespect her all the time here in Chicago. It's One sad. of my coworkers legitly calls her Larry on purpose. <laughs> Uncle Larry, that's so it's wrong. Fair is the funniest thing ever. She does look like Harold Washington, though. But. Can I say that? not disrespect Hera Washington. <laughs> not disrespect her. But check it out. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, LA Fitness, I haven't been able to go to the gym for like a month. And I didn't know how long it was going to be. So I called up there and was like, hey, can I freeze my account? Could it like, could I like not pay or whatever? Because I'm not paying 50 bucks a month for a gym that I'm not going to. She's like, no, but you can freeze it for $10. I'm like, that's kind of messed up because I can't go to the gym. Yeah. And she said, well, you can always go get vaccinated. <laughs> I said, ma'am. You know what? Listen, listen. As someone who has been dealing with this mm-hmm. now, personally, I'm I'm fully vaxxed. I'm yeah. like, but so, I don't I, live your life, bro. Live right. your life. If you don't, if you don't want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. Right. If if you want to get vaccinated, shoot up, bro. Shoot shoot the club up. Shoot the club up, listen. <laughs> but, that, but that's my thing. It's like, so it's not, I'm not, and I'm I'm not anti-vax whatsoever, right? Right. My concern with this whole thing has just been like, why, 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 why? Why is this so such a thing that you're forcing on us that you're making this huge deal? Why are you being like, if you don't do it, you can't work here. If you don't do it, you can't go here. It's just weird because we've never seen them do that with anything, right? With mm-hmm. anything that we've never really seen them do that, so that's been my thing with the whole vaccination thing. It's just like, okay, for what, you know? Um, and I had COVID on Christmas from Christmas to like New Year's, but my COVID was super chill, and I'm not vaccinated. So remember, they tell you, well, if you don't get vax, COVID is going to be terrible and you're going to die. But then there's been people who've died from it with a vaccination, so it's just like. Yeah. I did what was best for me in the moment. I personally don't care to take a lot of medicine. So I like to change. I like to do um, more like herbs and like holistic. natural remedies, holistic health care, right? Even with like my mental health issues, for the longest time, they had me on Xannies, right? For those of people who know, it's slang for Xanax. <laughs> um, that stuff is like Xanax, Zoloft, all of that stuff for like anxiety, depression. That stuff's terrible for you. Now I I use THC mm-hmm. for real. I use THC, whether it's you know an edible, which I'm gonna little take a little piece of my brownie now. Listen, don't fall asleep during the podcast. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't. I hope it don't. I hope it hits after the podcast. You hope it, no, I, it's just a little piece because I got it. Doesn't make me sleepy like that though, unless I okay. eat a lot. I know. Um, I know. If I have an edible, I just out. I'm out. No, no, no. But it does keep me level. Twenty minutes, I'm out. I haven't had an anxiety attack. Now I'm prescribed. I have a medical marijuana card. Shout out to my doctor, shout my out, therapist. Shout out to medicinal. 
know normalize therapy, right? All of that stuff. But yeah, so that was my thing with it. But yeah, th this chick, <laughs> she had a nerve to say you could always <laughs> just get vaccinated, which really pissed me off. I then pulled a Karen and I was like, can I speak to your manager? Long story short. Because it's unprofessional, right? Yep. Long story short, my next two months are free. Free. High, high key that actually the reverse actually happened to my mom over while I was gone in Puerto Rico. She told she told me and all all my mom did. She was at at home. Uh, mm -hmm. If anyone doesn't know what at home is, it's like a home decor place. She was there and she was paying for her stuff. And all my mom did was put on hand sanitizer. She just she just put some hand sanitizer on. And um, the cashier was like, oh, you're one of those. And my mom said, excuse me? <laughs> she said, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. And she was like, oh, well, you, you just put on hand sanitizer. She was like, I bet, you, I bet you're vaccinated too. And my mom is like, I sure am. And she was like, are you still going to wear masks too after they lift the mandate? And my mom was like, I sure am. Like, and then... It got really, it got really wild. Like this lady said, are you married? And my mom was like, yes, I am married. Why, why is what, what? do with anything? And then she was like, well, how did, what does your, how does your husband feel? What, how does he put up with that? Mm. Mm. <laughs> my mom said, ma'am, <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't know why people, especially if you're at your place of employment, is going, I don't know why you would put your views onto somebody. I I just. And I that's just, the thing. You'll never see Micah, you'll never see Micah talk about, I don't talk about this on the internet because I just don't have time for it to argue with people right. on Blue Ivy's internet, right? So... Just like I just say, mind your business, do what's best for you, do what's best for your family, make sure that you do protect yourself and protect the others around you. Um, and then just keep it pushing. We got too much stuff to worry about than worry about the next man or the next woman. Right. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mm. But we want to have a conversation today, right? There's a lot we're going to talk about. We're going to get into some news. Um, and then we're going to talk about the title of the episode, which is with the real Aunt Viv, please stand up. Because I got a spicy take on Aunt Vivian, right? But before we get into that, there's a lot of news stories. So we're going to get into the news. But before we do that, we got to pay the bills. Um, and we're going to take a quick break. What's good? What's good, everybody? I am Micah Butler, the owner of King's Arise Clothing. Yo, we are back, and we are back in a major way. Check it out. We provide clothes that speak. All of our pieces speak to the Black experience. It is my job to uplift and 
empower the black community by providing clothes that speak. So check it out. I want you to go to the website right now. It's Black History Month, so there's no better time for you to go ahead and support a black-owned business. But not just a black-owned business, but a black-owned business that gives back to the community. Yes, we give back to the community, whether it's feeding programs, whether it's back-to-school events, whether it's just us pouring into the lives of our community here in Chicago, Illinois. We are committed to doing that. So check it out. Stop what you're doing. Go to www.kingsarise.com. That's www.kingsarise.com and tap into what we're doing. Thank you. And we are going back to the show. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. All right, all right, all right. I can't stand you. I can't. I can't. You're back. We are back, um, and you just heard our little commercial for no, no, ain't nothing little over here. We just heard our commercial for Kings Arise. So make sure that you shop. Go get a hoodie. Go get a shirt. Go get some joggers. Whatever you know, treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. So we're gonna talk about some fun topics, but we have to start off in a kind of somber place in a sad space. Um, and this is a story that I came across this past week. Um, about Asia Maynard, say her name, right? That's Asia Maynard. And she was found dead after a date with a white man. And the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department is not investigating her death. I feel like we were just here like a month ago with another um, incident. We were. I can't think of her name and I feel bad. It was, La- it was Lauren. Yes, Lauren I can't remember her last name, yes. but I know her name was Lauren. Yes, and like, it was the same type of thing. Same um, thing. And this young lady, she was 29. She had four kids. Um, She was found dead February 18th. So here we are in March and they still haven't, um, they still haven't, you know, what's the word, um, really truly investigated this man. Um, she went out on a date. He canceled because he needed a babysitter at the last minute. He found someone to watch his child, and he decided to follow through the date arrangement, right? Um, She went out with him. Her vehicle was at his home. Um, He rolled her. What was it saying? Oh, yeah. The next morning on the 19th, he called the police, right, and tells them that she wasn't feeling well and found her lying down. He rolled her over to see if she was still alive and found she was found stiff. The police picked her body up, her ve- and her vehicle was still at his home, of course. Um, they didn't even report her missing at first. This is my thing. <clears throat> Black women continue to be found dead in these white men's homes. And then once they pass away, once they're not passed away, once they're murdered, which is what I'm calling this, um... It's just something really weird going on, right? It's weird going mm-hmm. on. Um, and just people don't care about black bodies, and they especially don't care about black women bodies, right? And then it's just this weird, crazy narrative that we get that it's like, oh, well, maybe she was an escort, or maybe she was doing drugs, or maybe that white man killed her. <laughs> Hello? The way you said it, maybe. Like, what are your thoughts on these things? And how troubling is it? Listen, it hits very, very close to home. Because 
you she probably wasn't expecting that she was probably just trying to open her mind up open her horizons Mm -hmm. uh, you know see if she can meet someone new Mm -hmm. and now her life is gone her children do not have a mother. It's it's a very it's a very it's a very scary situation, and so much so, and it hits very close to home. Especially like I was I was joking about it earlier, but mm-hmm. um, for instance, when I was in Puerto Rico, we had um, I was in an Uber with one of because I was for I was at a bachelorette party, so it was a group of us. It was me and one other. Um, girl in an Uber and we were going we were coming back going back to our Airbnb from the club we were just sitting in an Uber we were having a conversation with the Uber driver really he was a really nice guy really chill guy he was attractive too he was very attractive um so he finds out that I'm single (laughs) and he's like oh I'm single too you know (laughs) I'm like okay period you know that's that's cute or whatever and he says, oh, he was like, do you want to be my girlfriend for like an hour? And Ooh. I was like, is this a joke or are you serious? Not a sneaky link. Not, <laughs> not a, a, listen, um, <laughs> so I'm, you know, I've had a couple drinks in me. So I'm like, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I was like, hey, I'll be a girlfriend for the hour. <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was like, I'll take you on a tour of Puerto Rico. I'll show you around. And um, it was really fun. It was funny at the time, but honestly, thinking back on it, that's not funny at all. But um, one of the girl that I was in the car with, she was like, oh, a tour. She was like, that's so, that sounds like so much fun. And he kind of looked at her like, no, not you you getting dropped off like not you (laughs) and I was like oh can my friend come with me and he's kind of looking like no no and um yeah so I was just like uh I was like you know I don't really think I just met you I don't you know and it was really funny because after everything was all said and done and um all the girls got back to the house and we were telling them about what happened. You know, they were they were kind of clowning me a little bit. Not a lot of it, but like, you know, they were clowning me a little bit. They were just like, Portia, you should have went with him. Like, YOLO. Like, you could have had the best sex of your life. Like, you never know. And I was just like, or I could have ended up kidnapped and chopped in a million different pieces. Okay. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't. And, you know. It's, it's a lot of things that you don't you don't think you have to think about these things, and yeah, it sucks, man. So, for you, do you do anything? Do you have any like measures that you put into place? Um, like when you're going out on a date, when you're meeting something new, do you have like friend? Do you share your location with anybody? Do you do you let them know? Hey, yo, I gotta you know I gotta yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, actually, I. If I if it's confirmed that I'm going on a date, I tell everyone that I'm close with mm-hmm. that I'm going on a date. My best friend knows she my best friend, she's all the way in Memphis, but she knows she got my location. She always has my location. My cousins have my location. 
Um, my parents, even though they, God bless their heart, I don't think they would really even know what they're looking at, but they have my location as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, I, I li- literally, it's probably not even good that that many people have my location, but a lot of people have my location. Okay. So um, I have that on and I tell them like, hey, I'm going out with this guy. Like, I'll show you a pic. Like, this is what he looks like. Like, um, so on and so forth. So, and then nine times out of 10, I will not get in a car with them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if I haven't had a conversation or a very few conversations with them. Um, I will always be like, oh, I'll meet you there. And it has to be like a public place. I'm not going to your house when I first meet you. I'm not doing that. No. Um, so yeah, a few a few things like that. There, I think there was one instance that I let someone come pick me up, and it was someone that I was seeing at the time, but not really seeing. But like, yeah, you know, it was like a situation. Yeah, it was a situation ship. It was a situ- it was a situation ship. Right. Um, but I let I let him come pick me up. And the only reason, the only reason I let him do that is because we have been talking for about two weeks now. That I know realistically that doesn't make a difference, but I felt comfortable enough um to let him pick me up and take me out. And you know. He picked me up and took me out. So, you know, my parents, like, we have a, we have like a camera. So my parents would have seen what he looked like or what the car was doing or whatever. So, and Marie and Daryl do not play about their children. So (laughs) as they shouldn't, as they shouldn't, as they shouldn't. So, um, but yeah, he was just like, you know, I'm going to take you to a restaurant in your area we're not going to go anywhere else we're not going to go back by my house we're going to go like somewhere in your area so we went you know it was it was very non-creepy at um, that time but you know no oh sorry no you're good you're good you're good i was also going to say i was having a conversation with my mom one time because obviously my my mother bless her heart she is a boomer um, but in true boomer fashion, she's just like, you are meeting these men. And, you know, she was like, where is, where's the courtship and where are, no. you know, he's supposed, he is supposed to come pick you. You're not supposed to be, you like, you just letting this, you just letting this man, like, you know, y'all just settle for anything. And I'm like, well, times are a little bit different now. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was creeps back then too. But creeps, it, I don't know. It, I think it's been taken up a notch. Now. No, I agree with you. I agree with like, you. You got to protect yourself at all costs. You know, protect black women. So you got to protect yourself at all costs. So, yeah, this is a good conversation. Um, definitely a conversation that we have to continue to have. And we got we to gotta protect our people. We got to protect our women. Because our women are, are excuse me. I believe that black women are our greatest assets in the community. So we got to protect them and we have to protect them 
not just the ones who are our mothers, not the ones who birthed us, not the ones who are our sisters, and not the ones who are we we are dating or sleeping with, right? You got to protect all black women. So thank you for sharing that. And yeah, make sure you all are who are listening and just not women. Some of you men have to protect yourselves even because you can be drugged, right? You can be drugged. Don't think because, oh, I'm a man. It can't happen to me. No, it can happen to you. And it is happening. They can slip you some fentanyl. fentanyl. They can slip you any type of drug, ketamine, all of these crazy drugs. And then next thing you know, you're in a really bad situation. So just don't think that being a man um, <laughs> excludes you from this type of stuff. All right. So like I said, we were going to start off with something heavy. And then we're going to shift to a little bit more fun stuff, right? Some more um, topics of conversations. Um, can we talk about Big Sean real quick? Hmm. <laughs> so it's been said that this weekend Whoa we there. found out. <laughs> Whoa there, don't go there, boy. So this weekend <laughs> it said that we found out why, um, <laughs> why they call him Big Sean. Hmm. So, um, do you know why Big Sean was trending? I do know why. So, um, how does this keep happening? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Oh, before you go, Portia, before you go, um, a picture leaked that was allegedly, right? Because I don't want to be like Jason Lee and report stuff that's not true like he did Ooh, with the shit. queen when he killed the he killed the queen and she's alive but anyways and he stood on it too 10 toes down and 10 fingers down all right but anyways uh <laughs> on all fours all fours mm, no mike nope okay anyways um <laughs> big <strong. laughs> oh my gosh it writes itself no, so Big Sean, um, apparently a picture leaked of him with his, you know, thing, thing, right? Uh, measured up to a Nintendo Switch. Why he used the Nintendo Switch, I don't know. But it leaked out on the internet. Since it <laughs> leaking on the internet, um, one, Big Sean has said it's not him. And then two, there's been a OnlyFans star who has said that that picture belongs to him. And he provided some receipts. So, one, we'll talk about how do celebrities keep getting their pictures and their videos, X-rated stuff, quote-unquote, leaked. But also, why do people create fake stuff and then say it's a, a celebrity? I have no idea. I wish I wish I knew. Um, it... <sighs> I can, the only thing I could say is it gets in the wrong hands. Somebody's phone is in the wrong hands and that's how it gets out. But at the same time, too many people, too many, too many, it's too many. Yeah. Between Nelly, Lil Fizz, mm-hmm. I, Nick I Cannon, Rashad, Big Sean. <laughs> It's too many. It's too many. It's too many all at once. And, you know, I just. And no face, don't case, no face, no case don't work anymore. It really don't. Because if you got tattoos, people out here, they be matching tattoos. If you were, <laughs> listen, people be putting two and two together. 
And they'd be like, oh, I know that, I know them, I know that mouth. <laughs> they got a birthmark. I know that birthmark <laughs> anywhere. Yes. What? Like, I said, what? <laughs> Y'all be, oh, I know that. I know the oh, do you see that? Um in the background, they got those glasses. I know those pair of glasses that they wear all the time. <laughs> so, like, y'all got to be more careful, for real, for real. Y'all got to be more careful. So, we don't know. Is it Big Sean? Is it not Big Sean? Who who knows? I don't think it is Boy. Big Sean. But I have, before, before all of that has came out, I have heard um, stories about mm-hmm. Big Sean mm-hmm. living up to the name. <laughs> Because he's short in real life, so Boy. yeah, it, it got him out for something. And the the best the best part of all of this is um, somebody was just like, now I understand why Janae wrote triggered because honey, <laughs> listen, they say it'll make it go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, right? Moving on, there is a Bob marley biopic in the works have you heard about that i have not heard about that that's so so one of bob's children who's still alive um kaimani marley huh kaimani he came out and he's not he's not feeling it right so i'm gonna read his statement and we're gonna get into this so who they've casted for it is the british actor kingsley ben adir for those of you who might not know Kingsley, he played Malcolm X in One Night in Miami, mm. the Regina King project. So now like, he might be the new Chadwick Boseman. And I say that because you remember Chadwick Boseman played everybody. He played James yeah, he Brown. <laughs> he played Thor Marshall. He played and he played Jackie Robinson. Now this guy, um, Kingsley, has been he's already played Malcolm X and he did a really good job with it. Right. And now he's about to play Bob Marley. Which I think is dope. Now, on the flip side, you have the conversation centered around black people playing iconic figures. I mean, British people taking the roles of iconic American or Jamaican figures. You get what I'm saying. But that's another yeah. conversation for another time. Um, so he says, and I'm going to read it. They He wrote it in um, Patois, but I'm not going to be offensive and try to do that and get canceled, right? Mm. I need to know how you will be able to nobody quan play. See, like I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. All right. So it (laughs) says nobody can play my father better than me, unless one of my brother them, one of my brothers. You know what I mean? Um, Marley told the Jamaican Observer in an interview on Tuesday. But Bob Marley, being from Jamaica, why any of the children or grandchildren were never given the opportunity to even audition? Is he on target or is he bugging? Should he or a member of his family have been the people who play their father? Or is it just like we went with somebody who we know is a phenomenal actor and is going to, um, you know, capture the role in the way it should be captured? Because Bob Marley is one of those people who deserves who deserves a biopic, but he does he deserves it to be right. Everything that yeah. they've done with like elite, with um with Whitney, they need to do the opposite with Bob Marley because Whitney's story hasn't been told correctly. We're gonna see with this next one coming out, but so far There's another Whitney. <laughs> yes, they won't let they won't let mother die and just rest in peace. 
how many are they gonna make yeah how many um here's my question if um one of bob marley's descendants were to play um barb bob marley in a movie my only question is can they act that part that's it that's it and i know I know a lot of people are just like, well, I would just be acting like my uncle. I, I would just be acting like my father. Yeah, but sometimes that doesn't correlate on camera. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I get it, but I'm just like, can, can, can they act? Can they act? And that's my thing. Um, now there's something that I do feel like. So like with this Boondocks re- reboot, right? That they're mm-hmm. going to be on uh, HBO Max. I feel like uh, JD Witherspoon, who is the son of John Witherspoon. Have you heard JD's do his dad's voice? JD is amazing. So they didn't even ask him to be a part of the Boondocks, which is which is definitely messed up. Now, see, in that case, I. Yes that that makes sense because jd is in the industry Mm -hmm. he's in the industry he's an actor he he's proven himself that he can do hit like he can he can mimic his father sounds just like his dad sounds just like him Mm -hmm. funny funny as hell just like him too um just like if john david washington had to now john david washington doesn't look like denzel right Sounds like him though. He looks just like his mama. Like, like she just took her face off and placed it on him. But he sounds exactly like his dad. It's so crazy. So in situations like that, I see it. But just because that's your dad doesn't mean if you've never acted in anything, maybe you've been in your brother's music video, maybe you were in Damien or Ziggy's music video, that doesn't make you an actor. No. But, you know, we send out one love to the entire Marley family. You see what I did there? We send out one love to all of them. And uh, hopefully they do this movie correctly. And hopefully uh, some members of the family are actually a part of this project. Yeah. Okay. So one person who doesn't have a problem with acting, right? One problem who doesn't have one person who doesn't have a problem with acting is Lakeith Stanfield. You love you love yourself some Keith Lakeith. That man is the sexiest, weirdest man I've ever met in my oh, I never met him, but he's <sighs> the sexiest, weirdest man ever in my life. Which also poses a question. I don't know if we're gonna get off topic right here, but we probably are, but it's okay. <laughs> when, when it comes to Lakeith, it's one of those things where it's just like is he attractive because he just is charismatic, which I'm pretty sure it adds to it because he's charismatic. Is it because he's famous? Is is it whatever? But it's one of those things. It's just like, would I really be that attracted to Lakeith if I saw him on the street as a regular guy? And honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I would be, but him being who he is, I'm just like, oh, Oh, well, we're going to talk about who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lakeith, do you know where we're going with this? Do you know what the direction? Have you seen the pictures yet? I have seen the pictures. Okay. So, Lakeith did a 
amazing. I thought it was a very good photo shoot as a in totality, right? Mm-hmm. Lakeith did a photo shoot, right, where he really embraced femininity. femininity. <laughs> um, and he wore heels in one, right? Now, okay, so the one where he was wearing the jeans, he had the jeans, like the jeans, the pants, the black pants tucked into the high heel boots, right? And then mm-hmm. he had like this long um yellow mustard looking like shirt right and then there was the other one where he had the black blazer the t-shirt and he had his taco meat out on in his chest did you I see can't. the taco meat <laughs> uh, i've only had... seen the one on his instagram where he's seen down legs crossed mm-hmm. with the heels with the, and the stockings the lace. yep yes mm-hmm. so obviously and then there's a, also a good picture. I'll send it to you. It's in black and white, and it's with him um, in a blazer and a white T-shirt. And then he has this big afro, right? This big afro is amazing, right? Um, but he has the internets, right? Black Twitter, the Shade Room, because they know what they do when they do this type of stuff. He has them all in an uproar. And the Black Collective was ready to tussle, right? And... <laughs> Basically, the um, the the language center around all of this is, oh my God, they are emasculating the black man. Oh my God, this nigga is gay. Even though I don't know if anybody knows, Lakeith is very much married to a woman, correct? Isn't it an Asian woman? No, definitely not. Lakeith has a black. His woman is black. Don't don't okay. come for Lakeith Stanfield like that. Sorry, He's one I'm of the sorry. few who actually. Amen. Yeah, Lakeith is very in touch with the with the black woman, right? So, oh, he's not Jay Ellis, anyway. So, um, shout out to Lawrence from Insecure. Um, that's what we acknowledge, Lawrence, not Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so that's something, and we actually talked about it in my other. So today's pod, we this is the second podcast of the day. Um, in the other podcast episode today, we talked about the quote-unquote black gay agenda, where all of the black gay people, all the black members of the LGBTQ community get in the room with their hood, with their rainbow hoods on, and they light candles, and they um, <laughs> and they figure out how they can bring down the black community, right? Obviously, I'm being, this is tongue-in-cheek sarcasm, but that's how, that's how the collective thinks, that they think those things are happening. Um, so, what are your thoughts as a woman? What are your thoughts on Lakeith's uh, shoot, right? And mm-hmm. then why do people feel that clothes equate to gay when gay equates to like who you're attracted to, who you deal with, like all of that? Why do you think that's a thing? I think it just boils down to misogyny. Mm. And just misogyny in its earliest form when you are even a child. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're a girl, so you do this. You don't play with trucks. You don't get Mm -hmm. dirty. You don't do this. You're a boy, so you play sports and you, you know, you do get dirty and you roll around and all this other stuff. So, um, I think the gender norms are just heavily pushed in us 
when we're children. So then when we see something like this, we're just kind of like, oh, okay. That nigga so, gay. <laughs> now, I will say how I took it. I was just like, oh, okay, look here. I see you with the little lace. I see you. I see you. Right. I, I'm not under. I didn't see the full shoot, so I wasn't exactly sure where he was going with it. I just saw what was on his Instagram. So I was just like, I'm not sure where you're going with this, but I'm pretty sure it's probably just like for photography or for a fashion magazine. Um, you know, fashion, big fashion magazines, fashion in, gen- in general is very big on androgyny. So, yes. Um, you know, it did. They blur they blur the lines between feminine and masculinity all the time. Um, and the thing is, yeah, I mean, I get it, you know. Um, there's so much happening to the black man, we don't need them to be emasculated more or even more. But it's not like let's not make it seem like it's just black men that are doing this. You have you have Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Who does this all the time? Um, well, that's the thing they say that we're starting to adopt Eurocentric, blah 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 blah. <laughs> I'm just telling you what the people do. I'm telling you what the collective is saying. You know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because can I be real with you? I don't, I don't. And as I get older, I wish I had had some of the thought processes and processes. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't do growing up and didn't even in my early adulthood because I was like, oh, it would look it would look like this if I wear this. And then if these pants are too tight, then people might figure something out. And then boom, 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 boom. Right. Like all of these weird things yeah. because of how society works. But then you got people who wear jeans. You know, they'll wear the, they'll look like a quote unquote, they're your favorite rapper, right? Yeah. Um, but then they're gay as hell behind closed doors, right? So, what you wear doesn't necessarily, not even necessarily, what you wear to me, what you wear doesn't equate to sexuality. And we have to stop linking the two because someone could quote unquote look the part and they could be, you know, straight presenting, right. And not be. And then there's some, somebody who could be looking like, oh, they might be gay. And then they get, look at Prince. Now, I don't know what Prince did, who all he slept with, but we know for a fact Prince had hella women. Women. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is an unfiltered show, but I was like, uh, I don't think I can say that part. But he's like, he had hella women. And this man was wearing ruffles on his shirts. He was wearing crop tops, bell bottoms. Um, Listen, have you seen some old pictures of the Isley Brothers? Yes. You've seen, if you would look at old pictures of the Isley Brothers, if they would have wore that nowadays. Oh, we would have flamed them. Flamed them. Not me. would have been like, if you don't get your gay at. (laughs) Yes. Uh Uh-huh. The Isley Brothers, Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire. With the platform heels. Come on. With the hair laid. Their hair laid was laid better than a lot of the women out, out. Listen, they had crop tops that I'd be wearing nowadays. (laughs) Listen, so one thing that I saw that uh, Lakeith this day, he said, um, he said, I approach everything as if it's my last day on earth. 
100% ambition and preparation meets decades of soul searching and spirit reaping. And I guess in the article, so I'm going to have to look at the whole entire art article, but it's just talking about embracing the totality of you, right? And not yeah. trying to, I, I think a lot of us, and it's sad, but that's just how life is. I'm in my 30s and I'm just now being able to really figure out me as a person and figuring out all pieces of me and not trying to stifle certain pieces of me and not trying to just like, you only live once, right? Okay. The psalmist told us yellow. <laughs> By the psalmist, I mean Aubrey Graham, Drake. He told us that you only live once. And that's not a thing of let me be reckless, right? When I hear that, it doesn't mean let me be reckless and do reckless things. No, it means let me. I only have one life, so I have to be true and authentic to myself, right? I have yeah. to be open to new experiences. I have to be open to doing things that maybe society's like, oh, what's that? Whatever, 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 right? It's just a lot of people get to that point late. And I'm, I'm never going to say too late because there's no such thing. And technically, they don't even get to it late because everything that we go through builds and it's an experience. But a lot of people close certain doors because they, they're worried about what the next person thinks. Yeah. And at the end of the day, somebody's always going to have an issue with what you're doing. And that's how I look at this Lakeith Stanfield uh, thing. I don't think it's a big deal what he did. I just feel like people need to start being more open, especially us as a black community. We have to stop. Like, if it's not that looks gay, then it's that's white. That's what white people do. Right. So if I'm a black person, I'm like, yo, uh, I love John Mayer. It's like, oh, my God, that's for white people. What? Listen, John Mayer is one of the greatest artists of all time. Period. (laughs) Like, especially good when it comes to um, guitarist. One of the best to ever to ever strum it as strum strum. But I Um, think that that also goes into film as well, because there's been plenty of times where people go on Twitter and they're just like, I'm tired of slave movies. I'm tired of black people only being drug dealers or that's me. this or that. <laughs> you said that's that. me. And then people be like, can we get a corny movie? Like white people have corny movies. And then a black person will come out with a corny movie and they'd be like, this is, what is this? It's trash. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like, real. I you wanted a corny movie. <laughs> Look, it's like, you say you want something different, but then when they give when we give you something different, then it's like, oh, this is that. Oh, this is black people don't do this in real life. Like what? It's not supposed to be real life. That's like, the point. <laughs> That's the point. But um, mm, this is such a good combo. So we got one more conversation, then we're gonna take another break, and then we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of today, right? So the last thing. Is Kanye West giving in? And the answer is yes. It seems like he's giving in. Uh, he tweeted out that he was going to go ahead. He Well, one, we found out that he fired his divorce lawyer and got a new one. And he's going to go ahead and honor the dissolution of their marriage. And it was reported uh, as the day of re- as of recording this. It was just reported by um, that Kim Kardashian is officially single. The judge granted her request because remember, he was... Um, What's it called? He was not signing the papers, right? Yeah. Um, but they still had to go through all of the litigation of, you know, who gets all of the logistical stuff they still have to do. Um, and as we it see forever for Kim to get divorced. This is yeah, it really do. She, <laughs> she has never had a smooth divorce a day in her life. That woman be 
be trying to divorce her husbands for years, for years. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so with, I was gonna like try to find it. No, you're right. Um, so with that though, um, have you seen Kanye's new girl? Oh, the Kim clone. Yeah, Absolutely. isn't that weird? It's weird, but at the same time, everything Kanye does, I feel like is him trolling. Mm. Honestly, I honestly feel like with the Kim clone, he, he's trolling right now. So you don't think he likes this girl? Mm. No. <laughs> okay. Come on. Be honest. Let's no, be honest. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he likes her at all. I think it's, pretty much a message to Kim or to anybody and be like, you're not special. I can find mm -hmm. anyone like you that looks just like you and I can make them you essentially. Um, so that might be, that might not even be him trolling. That just might be the narcissistic side of him. Um, but yeah, I just, a lot of people are just like, oh, he's finally giving in. And I'm like, yeah, because his album dropped. Because mm. his documentary dropped. Mm. He which is an amazing documentary. Me. Which mm. is an amazing documentary. I've only seen the first episode. So, so I need you to watch the rest of it in the next mm -hmm. week. Because next week, we're going to be talking about it. I got you. Got you. Got you. So... We're going to take a break and then we're going to get back and we're going to talk about the main thing for today, which is with a real Aunt Viv. Please stand up. You are listening yeah. to Conversations for the Culture. I am your host, Michael Butler. I'm here with my homegirl, Portia Harris, and we will be back after the break. We're going to get right back to the conversation. But before we do, I need you to go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash It's Michael B. That's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash It's Michael B. Check it out. As you know, I'm a content creator, podcaster, TikToker, YouTuber, all of the above. If you want to support the work that I'm doing, if you want to support the content, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to give to the cause, just go to that website and throw a coffee my way, throw a couple of dollars my way and check it out. When you do that, it allows us to grow this show. It allows us to grow our YouTube. It allows us to grow the other platforms so we can continue to give you the best conversations that we can. Speaking of conversations... Let's get back to it. All right, y'all. All right. That was a little, you know, pause for the cause so we could go ahead and pay the bills. But here we go. Let's talk about it, right? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. My best friend just um, <laughs> tried to FaceTime me. So let me go ahead and message them. I'll call you back after I finish recording. Look, guys. This is real time. <laughs> this this is real time. I'm frozen. Can you see me still? I can see you. Okay. I don't know what just happened. You were like frozen for like two seconds. Okay. There we go. We back. We back in here. So it's because he FaceTimed me and then it went to the phone too. God bless you. Um. <laughs> so have you been watching Bel Air? You're going to hate me. 
You haven't watched Bel Air yet? I haven't because I haven't had time. You've been in Puerto, been in Rico, Puerto Rico. You work a lot. Okay. Living well, life, you know. Well, I haven't had time. That's, o- that's okay. So, the one of the titular is that how you say the word titular or is it titular? Titular. Titular characters. Titular. Titular. That sounds like you used to be talking dirty. Titular. I have no idea. It's like titular. Titular characters. One of the main characters is Aunt Viv, of course, right? Um, and we've gotten three iterations of um Aunt Viv. Um, so the new Aunt Viv, first of all, I just want to talk about this new cast. I, okay, have you seen the cast? I have seen the cast. They just all good. They just look good. Chocolate. It's just like, where do you get these folks from? Like, this is a new school. They got Jeffrey, Jeff, all of them. Coco Jones is playing Hillary, and like, oh, she's just beautiful, beautiful brown skin. Everybody, brown skin girls. Oh, it's just like it's beautiful. But Aunt Viv. So you know, we had light skin uh, Aunt Viv, who was played by Janet, um, Janet Huber. Right? She's the OG. Um, we no, love you her, mean right? dark skin Viv. Yes, dark skin. What did I say? You said light skin Viv. I was like, that's yeah, not no, no, no. Was dark skin, skin Viv. <laughs> was played by Janet Huber. Light skin Aunt Viv was played by Daphne Reed, right? White, awesome, amazing actress, amazing actress. Um, uh, you know, and she's also Tim Reed's wife. Tim Reed is Ray from Sister Sister. Oh, really? You didn't know that. I did not know that. Yes. And then you have the new Aunt Viv, and I'm calling her Batty Aunt Viv because this new Aunt Viv is a batty, y'all. My batty ain't Mighty God. I said, that's Aunt Viv. And she out here in these streets now with uh, Michael Ely's on the show being doing what he does best, causing chaos and wreaking havoc. I actually had a tweet that like went viral because of it. I saw it. You saw that? I was so proud of myself. (laughs) I was so proud of myself. You famous out here in these streets. I was like, not this ninja on the show about to throw some kids out the window or hide under your bed like a like a creeper. Oh, <laughs> trigger now, warning! I need to I need to know is mm-hmm. is Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil not together? No, they're very much together. So in this one, you see Aunt Viv she used to be an artist, right? Yeah, and now she's just an art teacher. Um. But she gave up her dream to support Phil's dream, like a lot of black women do. You look at people like, yeah, um, you look at people like even a Jada Pickett Smith. We always give her hell because of the other stuff, but she took she put her career on the back burner. She was still doing things, but she put her career on the back burner to support Will. Would you agree? Yeah, you look at people like. She still had stuff, but yeah, but not as much. Isn't as big as Will, yeah, because she was focused on being a mother, being a wife, being a family person. Same thing with Michelle Obama. I I think people don't know how dope Michelle Obama is because of Barack, but so he took a back seat. Coretta Scott King did the same thing, right? Like Coretta Scott, everybody's just like that's Dr. King's wife. No, she was a trained uh, opera singer. 
very successful. Like she had all these things that she could have done, a dancer, all of these things, but she took a back seat. So they kind of highlight that. One thing I like about the new show, they they make it realistic, right? They make it not saying the original wasn't realistic, but they make it a lot more relatable, right? There's a lot of more realness and rawness. And since it's because it's a drama, they're they're able to open things up. So the new Aunt Viv, she's a baddie. I love her. I love her. I love her. So I was like, will the real Aunt Viv stand up? My favorite Aunt Viv, of course, is Janet Hubert, right? And so let's talk about this because I don't have a problem with light-skinned Aunt Viv. I don't have a problem with Daphne and Reed, the actress, right? She's awesome. However, I thought her character sucked. Because when we were first watching The Fresh Prince, Aunt Viv was like strong, vibrant, vivacious. She was no nonsense. Like that same way that we loved um, the same attitude. She had that same attitude that uh, Felicia Rashad had when she was um, Claire Huxtable. Right. You wanted to go to Baltimore and have big fun with the ratchet, didn't you, Vanessa? Like, <laughs> Aunt Viv gave us that. Would you agree? Aunt Viv gave us that you same, know. like, no nonsense. Every single time I think about uh, Janet Hubert and being Aunt Viv, all I think about is when she took that dance class. Mm -hmm. And at the end, she says, huh, <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> or even how she dealt with Will and Carlton in the classroom. Yeah. Like, Aunt Viv just had it. And then when Daphne and Reed came on to be light-skinned Aunt Viv, they made her boring. And it's like they stripped everything away that we loved about Aunt Viv. They stripped it away. And it was just like, literally, she was just like there. She was just a, to me, yeah, she was, she was just was a character. She was just like character. It was just like, oh, Aunt Viv, she's just sitting down in the room, just like, oh, I'm pregnant now. And then <laughs> I felt like they really stripped away the character and she was boring. So for me, that's why I didn't like light skin Aunt Viv because she was just boring. She was boring. I just don't know how we didn't realize. I don't know if you realized that. I don't know. As a little kid, I didn't realize the switch. I didn't notice the switch. <sighs> I don't. She went from dark skin to. Well, they actually addressed this um, switch too. Jazz does. So if you go back and watch it, Jazz addressed yeah. the switch. He said, um, Aunt Viv, it's something about you. I can't put my finger on it, but you look really different today. <laughs> <laughs> And then after that, they didn't address it anymore. But yeah, they yeah. did address it. But I just, I don't know. Maybe I was a little kid and really wasn't paying attention. But I was right. just like. Yeah, I didn't realize it then either. But obviously now. <laughs> um, but yeah, the new Aunt Viv, though. Not the tongues. No, but I like I like the new show. A lot of people are like, ooh, it's not the original. It's serious. It's it's not supposed to be the original. But they said it was gonna be serious. Right. And Will is behind it. So at the end of the day, people are like, I don't know why they made this show. Why can't they just leave the uh, the you know leave our stuff alone? It's not your stuff. That's something we do. 
With What's up, Culture Holics? It's your girl, Portia, and we're going to get right back into some news for you. But while I have you here, I need you to leave a comment and a rate on any of the listening platforms that you're listening on because that helps us in the algorithm. And when you help us in the algorithm, that makes us even more popping than we already are. I mean, we don't need help, but okay, maybe we do need a little bit of help. But like I said, leave a rate, leave a comment, and let's get back to the show. Because we grew up watching it, that doesn't mean that we own it. We have like this weird obsession with like policing, like our the stuff that we grew up on, right? Nobody, and with this especially, Fresh Prince is Will Smith's. Period. Yeah, it's Will's. So who are you to be like? We don't need this. It's Will's. It's not yours, fool. Listen, and Will about that check. So check. Look, <laughs> it's dope. It's dope. So shut up. Just shut up. But no, I think the new, <laughs> the reason why I love the new show is because it really highlights like real life. I like to have the, they've just modernized a lot of it. Like Hillary now is strong. She's powerful. She's young. She's an influencer, which I love, right? So she's like, you know, she's an influencer. She can cook. Like, She's just not like some dumb, ditzy, woo, woo, woo. Um, so one of the, and then obviously one of the issues uh, surrounding the show has been nobody, they don't like Carlton. They don't I like keep hearing Carlton. that. I'm like, is Carlton the villain? He's definitely the villain. He's, He's the villain. villain. Yeah, he's definitely the villain. But I get, it makes sense for the drama for him, them to do. And he's not so much goofy. It's just like. You got to watch it whenever you get an opportunity. It's good. Um, the biggest smoke for um, Ashley is, so she's supposed to be like 12, right? Okay. And she's fluid. I got, I see. Um, she's like, hey, I think I like, she was talking to her sister. She's like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. I like this girl in my class, um, but I don't want to say anything to mom and dad because, you know, I think I like boys still. Right. So people are mad about that because they're like, oh, why are, why are you forcing it down our throats? Right. Why are you forcing it down our throats? She's 12 years old. She has no business thinking about being with a woman. Oh, no, they've been using the words <laughs> sexualizing. Right. Somebody I forget. Some guy tweeted this. Why are you sexualizing this character? And he really thought he did something. And his ratio was all messed up. Right. <laughs> his tweet ratio. Um her liking someone, how's that sexualizing? And then That's my thing was, let's not act like there wasn't an episode where young preteen, early teen Ashley liked the boy. Let's not act like y'all Negroes weren't on the playground at seven and eight kissing on each other on the playground. Did that not happen? It, it sure did. Right. Well, I can tell you, the first crush I ever had on a boy was I was five years old. See? So this thing that, like, now there's granted, like, you know, there's certain things that I'm like, yeah, maybe you should wait, right? Maybe, yeah. you should, maybe you should wait. But if we're just talking about somebody, like, honestly, people know at an early age whatever they're gonna like, right? People know what they're gonna like. They, they, they know what they're gonna like. You like what you like. But it's like once again, we see a lot of stuff change over the years, right? Because of representation all of that back in the day there was zero representation so once again i don't think some of the stuff that we look at is not so much of certain quote-unquote agendas being forced down people's throats but more so 
we're seeing more representation and stuff. You look at TV shows like Friends, right? If they were to reboot Friends, you might have a more blended cast, correct? Yeah. You might have a black person, a, a, a Puerto Rican person, especially the fact that it was in New York and <laughs> Friends was so bogus. Like, how is this New York and there's rarely any black people at all? Like, you rarely saw black people on Friends. I think they said... I, because I personally do not watch Friends. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, because pill. Friends is a copy of Living Single, which was the OG. Um, I don't see the appeal, but I I heard that there was. They were just like I think one of them. One I think it was either Chandler or what whatever the other one was named. And there was like no, he had a black girlfriend for a long time. Aisha Tyler was on the show for like a couple of se a season or two. Yeah, and they were just like. No, so there was like a black person on the show, and I'm like, uh, uh, black person on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are y'all doing? Like, why is this a, uh, why is this a thing? So yeah, I think that's what it is. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, I had this conversation on the um earlier podcast about it, right? Uh, I love how they just build both podcasts. Our episodes are building on each other. That's really cool. Um, and I have brought this up. It's just like, I feel like there should be representation 100%, 1000%, but also on the flip side, it should make sense. Cause sometimes I feel like they just throw it in there just so they could be like, yes, we have. And then it's just like, okay, what that didn't make like, why, 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 like, why is Olivia Benson's son talking about <laughs> he's non-binary, blah, 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 all of a sudden. Right. And it had nothing to do with the actual show or the actual character. Now, maybe it's something they develop down the road, but they probably won't. But that's not a here or there. Bel Air's out. I love it. I love it. It's a great show. Um, so I want y'all to go ahead and tap into that. And I'm going to be starting my um, all my TikToks. We're going to start doing uh, some Bel Air recaps. So I got to catch Ooh. up. Yes, I got to catch up. But once I did that tweet... I was like, yo, I should do this as a recap because people are loving this. People's loving it. But yeah, cancel Michael Ely. Not Michael Ely as a person, but cancel his characters because most of them are really I trash. Cancel his characters. Look at his his characters are trash. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> and then it was funny when I posted that tweet because women were like, oh, he could throw my kids out the window. He's fine. He can hide underneath my bed. He's fine. Ooh, I'll take the toxic. I'm like, y'all are weird. Even if this is a joke, <laughs> which I'm sure it was a, it was them joking. But I'm like, y'all are weird. It's like the people who are in love with Joe, um, Joe Goldberg from you. Listen. Joe, he's misunderstood. Mm -mm. No, the man is crazy. Listen, I would be friends with Joe. I feel like Joe, when he's not being like serial killer ish, mm -mm. is is a really dope person. But I would have to like love him from a distance or be friends with him from a distance because I don't want to get too close to him. And then he, he falls in love with you. He fall, falls in love with me, and I'll be like, oh snap! Wait a minute, Joe, jo Joe. Portia. Portia, you are my favorite person to bring on the show. Every time you're on the podcast, I'm like, ah, that's Portia. 
I wonder if she knows that I've been following her home every single day. Oh my God. What am I going to do if she figures it out? Do I kill her or do I let her live? Oh my God. How did we get here? Oh. <laughs> That's like that nigga. That nigga. He is crazy. I. Was that good? That was very good. Oh, I love you. I love that show. It's so good. It's so good. I love that show. But yeah, he's not somebody who you all should be um fawning over. That's not that's not healthy. It's funny because um Penn Badgley, who plays him, is always like anytime you was on during the season, like when it drops, he always makes it known that like yo, Joe Greenberg is a Joe Goldberg is a bad person. Like he's not a good guy. You guys shouldn't normalize. Like he makes that clear because, like, if you go on Twitter, you'll see it. People love that character, and they're like, "Oh my yeah. god, he's so cute! I have a the crush." Way, the way they set the show up, it makes you almost root for Joe, <laughs> even yeah. though he is legit a serial killer. And yeah. you be looking like, for instance, how everybody was just like. How everyone's looking at love and disgust, but Joe is out here killing. Still, he's still killing people. Love was crazy, crazy though. Like this past season, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but this past season, love was worse than Joe. Love was worse than Joe. And Joe, she just Joe was trying to change. Yes, and she A little bit. no regard. She was just like, you said something wrong to her. She was, I don't know if anybody watches Ozark, but um. She was like Darlene on Ozark. If you say one thing, Darlene would just shoot first, shoot him in the head, be like, oh, clean that up, please. And that's how love was. Like, love was just killing people. No, no rhyme, no reason, no regard for life. She really was. But and yeah, Joe would be like, like, why? Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's like, man, we got to fix this now. <laughs> Joe was like, at least I be having reasons, dog. Yeah. Like, at least I be having reasons. Man, this has been a good combo. This has been a good episode. I have fun. We gave people two episodes this week. This is episode 11. Can you believe it? I am shocked how fast yeah. the time is going. It's but going. I've been having a blast. I got to tell you. I love it. I love it. And this is just the beginning. And it's just the consistent, it's the consistency for me. Um, a lot of people don't make it past five, six episodes, if we're being honest, right? Because it's a lot to deal with. It's fresh, right? Especially when, you know, if you don't get the viewers, I'm yeah, if you don't get the numbers that you really want, the listens, it's just like, oh, well, I'm just doing this for whatever. But no, just continue at it. And I want to encourage you guys, right? Just continue continue at it right you might not have a large audience today but that doesn't mean tomorrow you won't have a large audience you just have to continue to build you have to continue to put it out there and i truly believe if you're consistent at the things that you do eventually it's going to take off eventually it's going to become major right um and i just look like at some of my favorite people i'm like look at even like stuff like drink champs right the mm -hmm. show drink champs that started off really small. Norie started off that really small. And now look at it. It's one of the biggest podcast shows out here. So just want to encourage you guys. But anyways, look, 
look, I want you to join my community, right? I want you to join my community. And there's a couple of ways to do that. So if you want to be a part of the convos for the culture community, I want you to go ahead and grab your phone out right now, right? Grab your phone, open your phone up, go to your text messages and text combos, right? Text the word combos, C-O-N-V-O-S, 2-773-923-3774. That's combos, 2-773-923-3774. And what that will get you is this. We are right now, we have a Discord, so I can shoot you the information for the Discord and all of that so you could be a part of those conversations. But here soon, we are going to be launching the Conversations for the Culture Patreon. I am super excited for the Patreon. So you know this is a num- this is the second episode of the week, right? But when you are a member of the Patreon, what you're going to get access to is conversations for the culture live. So there's going to be days that I'm just going to go ahead and have a live conversation with one of my friends and we're going to be talking about whatever. You can tap in and we're going to be doing that. You're also going to have access to bonus episodes and extended episodes. Right. So some episodes I cut out a lot. Why? Because I just cut it out because, you know, I don't want to upload too many, uh, too long of episodes on here. Right. On Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, whatever it is that you're listening to. So when you join the Patreon, you will be able to have early access to podcast episodes, which is super dope. And then you will also have access to podcast episodes that no one else has. So. We're not ready for that yet. It's be, it should be out before April. By April 1st, it will be out, but we're building it out right now. Okay, if you want to go ahead and get on that list, text Convos to 773-923-3774. What's up, Portia? I said not April Fool's. Oh, yeah, April Fool's. But yeah, it's whatever. It's the beginning of the month, okay? Don't do it. <laughs> Portia, where can they find you at? Where can you find me? Um, yes, so you can find me on Twitter as well as Instagram, um, Porsche Baby 90. So that's P O R S H B B Y 90. Um, and then Micah is going to be really, really excited to hear this, but I'm revamping my YouTube channel. It's going to be a little bit different, very different from what I normally do, but I'm still going to have some lifestyle aspects. To it. So, speaking of lifestyle aspects, mm-hmm. um, I did vlog my whole Puerto Rico trip. Ooh. So, if you're just like Portia, I want to know more about what happened while you was in Puerto Rico. I got you. I got you. I vlogged the whole thing. Um, so yeah. when's that coming out? That is coming out very, very soon. I, can't wait. I have to relook. I have to look over all the footage. Because when I tell you I filmed a lot, I filmed a lot. I like I'm I filled excited. my memory card up. Okay. Yes. So can't wait. Um, can't wait. Yes. yes. Can't wait. Well, you're gonna be back. You're gonna be back. Uh we'll go ahead and make sure that uh we talk about that, get you ready for genius, right? The genius episode. Yeah. Um, where can people find me? You can find me in the club, pocket full of bub. If you in the hat, oh. My bad. Wrong, 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 wrong space. Wrong, right. No, you can find me on all <laughs> you can find me on all platforms. Um, Instagram, Twitter, and um TikTok at it's Micah B. It's Micah B. It's Micah B. Um tap in with me and obviously follow um the podcast Instagram and Twitter. It's convos FTC. We changed it up. 
it's Convos FTC because people were like, oh, I'm looking for Convos for the culture. And they weren't paying attention because I always say number four, but they were still doing F-O-R. And then I was just like, let me just change this. So it's Convos FTC. Obviously, FTC is for the culture. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Thank you for again for rocking with me, for locking in with me. I hope you all have a beautiful weekend. I know I'm going to have a great weekend. Like I said, I can go back outside now. So I'm about to be at somebody's brunch, drinking somebody's mimosas, right? And um, trying to start preparing for my hot boy spring. So thanks again for listening, and we will see you next week. Stay black.